Star Wars is filled with returns from the dead, but what would this change have done to Star Wars now? And what is Luke doing in the Mandoverse? Welcome to Star Wars Uplink, your place for everything Star Wars gaming, the TV shows, and the movies. Let's jump in. Just you reconsider playing that message for him. Everyone has been theorizing around this return of Asajj Ventress mm -hmm. in the Bad Badge Season 3 trailer. In our episode last week on the podcast, we dive deep into our own theories on her return from the dead. And we had some interesting takes on that. Yeah. But we're not talking about that this week. We're talking about this alternate Star Wars history on the original intention around Asajj Ventress that got vetoed. The original intention was to actually bring her back in Star Wars Resistance. What was Star Wars Resistance? <laughs> like, I, I, I don't even remember it. Yeah. Uh, not many people watched it. it. It wasn't quite the success, and it's not necessary to Star Wars as a whole, really. Uh, it was around the lead up uh, to The Force Awakens. It mm. was different from the typical Star Wars animation that we saw. It did get two seasons, though. It was a, a cell shaded animation style and was focused around uh, ships. So, like, oh. starfighters and that kind of content. Huh. Uh, but it was around the rise of the resistance against, you know, the, the First Order. Gotcha. And it, it was quite interesting. But the original intention was to bring Asajj Ventress back in that. Oh. And just for your information, Star Wars Resistance actually takes place 34 years after the Battle of Yavin. Wow. And Ventress is, like... Pretty early on. 19 BBY is around the 19 or 18 BBY is around the time frame that we're going to see Bad Batch season three. Oh my gosh. So she would tack on another 30, 40 years. Um, oh yeah, easy. And that would have been the time frame. And that was the original belief on why it was canned on this return. It's too much of a gap to say, oh yeah, first. She's back. She didn't die, actually. Uh, second off, um, she survived through the whole of the original trilogy. Mm -hmm. And not just the whole of the original trilogy, all the way up to the point of The Force Awakens. That would be a totally different Asajj Ventress. Mm -hmm. Like, we know her as this, like, very proud, younger woman. Yeah. Little vain. Um, <laughs> and uh, now she'd be well in years up in yeah she'd be she, more in the the wizened uh -huh. warrior rather than what we know of as the character yeah so that would just be a completely different character mm -hmm. in general and you know, you kind of have to ask yourself why mm -hmm. like why would you why would you bring back that character and, and and i really think that her being back in this force awakens era time frame would have really struck a nerve for a lot of fans in this belief i subscribe lightly to this belief that uh there are too many cameos and callbacks and bringing characters from the clone wars into this new era yeah i, I feel like dave filoni is still holding on to the past when it comes to the clone wars like yeah. that was the thing he found his success and that was the thing he apprenticed in star wars too and it, it feels like he can't get away from it yeah um and, and i think it's a shame for star wars i don't think we need more of the clone wars characters i would love to see more clone wars era stories but and Clone Wars. If we're going to have Clone Wars characters, I want to see them in Clone Wars. I don't necessarily want to see them in the Mandoverse. Like, right. 
I think this this belief around timelines and age in Star Wars is like getting stabbed in the abdomen in Star Wars, and it's oh, no. amorphous. It doesn't really matter, really. If you need to die, you die. But if we kind of want you to stick around, we'll just stab you in there anyway, and you yeah. won't die. Uh-huh. So it's a... <laughs> yeah. Age in Star Wars, who cares? Uh, they're an alien character. Yeah. Cad Bane, who knows how old he is? Um... We're going to bring you back in the book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that would really bust open the doors for a lot of that criticism mm-hmm. again. I do think it's a much better decision to bring her back in the Bad Batch era yeah. than it is to jump all the way forward to right up before The Force Awakens. Indeed. I agree. Um, I'm still personally wrapping my head around this idea that they're sticking to that she did die, which isn't confirmed necessarily, but it seems to be confirmed. Star Wars put out a statement. They said, without spoilers, we want to just say that the portrayal of Asajj Ventress will follow and honor the story of her in the books. Hmm. Specifically, the Dark Disciple book. Right. But that just left us with more questions Uh than answers. Um... But I, I, uh, that's something that we talked about last yeah. episode. I do want to talk about the Bad Batch and why that is a good decision to bring her back there. Yeah. Rather than anything else. At this point, my opinion now is just based on <laughs> where they were thinking about putting her instead mm-hmm. of instead of Bad Batch. Uh, it's yeah, definitely it about 50 years a, of yeah. catch up that they'd have to yeah. do rather than at this point two years or so after her death death Mm -hmm. quotation marks there yeah no it makes way more sense that if you are going to bring her back that she's just back you know Uh maybe she just was revived in the pool and then she came back yeah it's fine who knows Um, it's force lightning force lightning yeah we've seen people come back from that so many times who knows it might have restarted her heart in some Uh weird way yeah hit the water get the respirator (laughs) (laughs) clear um (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's good that she's in this. I think it's a well-balanced cast to have her in there. Mm. Um I think it's good to have a force wielder mm-hmm. slash lightsaber wielder. Um specifically in this time frame because yeah. we have it, we've we've seen or heard rumblings, uh, we've seen slight bits of it with like Cal Kestis and and Obi-Wan Kenobi about Jedi in this time frame. We haven't seen anything on the dark side mm. in this time frame. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a, a, a unique viewpoint on it. Well, and at this point, she's kind of, eh. I mean, she's not good, but she's not really Yeah, she's always been evil. like the darker side of the gray, gray Jedi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's always fallen into the wrong hands, it seems, but mm-hmm. she's got this kind of twisted compass that brings her back to decency, Um, so she she has her own views and her own motivations (laughs) and that is what it's going to win out versus any view of good or evil. Yeah. Which I think it's kind of a fun pairing with the Bad Batch crew. Yeah. Because they're, they're kind of similar, but more on the light side. Yeah, exactly. So there'll be, there'll be butting heads, but how much? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not confirmed if she's with them or against them either. Yeah. We don't know what side she's really playing. Mm-hmm. I doubt that she's on the Empire side, yeah, though. Let's I be honest here. I think not. Um, 
very much anti-establishment from the view that I see her as. Mm-hmm. Like as a character, I think she's more anti-establishment. And and following the timeline of like the Dark Disciple, there was the whole Quinlan Vos side of things too. Right. A Jedi falling in love with Asajj Ventress. So that is something that I, I think is it, it adds another layer of depth to her character mm-hmm. because she has a clear tie-in to the yep. light side of the force. Yep. Yeah, I think it's really going to be... Um, I wonder if they're going to play into that. But I also, so. yeah, I kind of hope that they mm, say something about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I also appreciate that the Bad Batch didn't bring in a Jedi until now. Yes. Or a force wielder slash uh-huh. lightsaber person. Like uh, that's a good point. They've actually been staying very far away from Jedi things. It's been very much clones and what mm-hmm. soldiers do. Which is what it should be. Mm-hmm. But I think bringing Ventress into this now is actually really interesting, especially from a clone perspective, because she's been so used. Mm-hmm. She's not a clone. But she's got this like soldier mentality and mercenary. mercenary yeah. yeah just used for what she can do and to kill. What does that sound like? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like all the clones, for the huh? cloning? Uh, <laughs> what was the purpose of a clone? Oh, yeah, to be killed. Uh, and to, to kill. kill and be killed, yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I think Asajj Ventress as a character is great. I, I, I'm really at odds with myself with this because, mm-hmm. one, I want to see the character more, but also I'm frustrated with this belief that oh, yeah. death is not real in Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Anyone that has been killed can still be alive um i think it really muddies the water or, or dilutes the storytelling a bit because where are the where are the consequences where are the <laughs> yeah where's where is the consequence mm-hmm. here you get stabbed boom okay boohoo whatever <laughs> lightsaber not hey. really that deadly just Who throw cares? it back to tank yeah it'll be fine back to tank no problem um but she's also a, a, a great character. So on the other hand, I'm like, yeah, I would love to see more of her. Mm-hmm. I just, I wish there was a way to tell her story without taking away the severity of death. Yeah. And the growth of the character themselves mm-hmm. when they go through these. Yeah, because like, she sacrificed herself. Exactly. It's like you're actually lessening the moment of what she did mm-hmm. for a Jedi. You know, like you're just, you're lessening. But. We'll see. I like the idea of that she is back in this time frame because that is the thing that makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I will be very interested to see the specifics on how that works, how they make it work, mm-hmm. considering the statement that they had. Um, yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. As we get more movies and TV shows, the war on books <laughs> is going to get more intense. Yeah. This idea that books are a lesser medium for canon, I, I think is definitely true for a lot of the storytelling that we've been seeing, especially with characters like Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you have the Luke's from Story Group, and they're there, in theory, to help correct the idea of canon. But I talked about on Saturday that the idea of canon is kind of a lie. Mm. Um, that this fake Star Wars wizard space thing is more real than this other fake Star Wars space <laughs> wizard thing. Um, so, yeah. yeah. On the one hand, I'm like, yeah, keep it canon. On the other hand, I'm like, who cares? Do yeah. whatever you want to to make a good story. Right. <laughs> That's the priority here. Uh, yeah. Um, but 
in terms of canon and these different kinds of storytelling, I do want to talk about Luke okay. and the Mandoverse. Switching mm-hmm. switching eras here, going back from the, the middle transitionary period between Order 66 and the original trilogy, we're going to hop on to the other side here where we have the transitionary period of post Return of the Jedi to The Force Awakens, which is getting to be this very interesting and convoluted time frame. Yes. You have timelines not really being a thing because Mando seasons one, two, three, and Ahsoka season one all take place in around about a year, according to interviews with Dave Filoni and Jon Favreau, <laughs> which are, they're both saying two different things. Uh. Um <laughs> And that mostly comes from this idea that certain things have to happen at certain points to make the events of The Force Awakens make sense. So they're running into the prequel problem where they know certain things are going to be happening. They know that they kind of have to step out of the way at a certain point. Right. So they're trying to make that time frame as rich as possible Mm -hmm. so they can tell as many stories as possible. But, again, it gets a little convoluted there. But with Luke Skywalker, I think it's interesting because... We saw him in Book of Boba Fett, Mm -hmm. and he was very much a continuation of the Jedi's original goals, which was, hey, we're going to take the ideas of the previous Jedi Order that crumbled under the pressures of changing tides, and we're just going to replicate that again and hope it works. Obviously, we know it doesn't work. (laughs) considering the events of The Last Jedi and all of the fun stuff with Kylo Ren. Uh I think it's a shame that they they took the character of Luke into this direction of making the same mistakes when in Legends he was trying, albeit he was failing in certain aspects, of moving past the original intentions of the failed Jedi Order of the prequels. Mm -hmm. But but I do want to talk about like where what, what are his motivations going forward? In this Mandoverse area. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Um, at this point, it's like, is he just a Cal Kestis trying to find the, the Jedi and bring them together mm-hmm. and make them, put them in a little wizard school? And <laughs> I think so. Like, obviously. It seems that that's what direction yeah. they're putting him in, um, which is, it's, it's interesting. I think it kind of mm-hmm. makes sense for where the direction that they do take them in the um sequels yeah um but yeah he really hasn't been very dynamic at all Uh (laughs) yeah i mean this is exemplified by the choice that they made grogu take uh or make where is like hey buddy you can either join the jedi and get a little tiny lightsaber or you can put back on the mandalorian armor and that's going to be your future here and and obviously i i think they wrote themselves into this corner where they knew they wanted more stories with Grogu, but they're like, crap, mm-hmm. how are we going to get him out of here? Mm-hmm. Well, let's make Luke uh, replicate the failures of the Jedi Order of the prequels. That's going to yeah. be great. Um, but but I do think as we get further along with the story, they're going to continue writing themselves into this corner where, where's Luke? Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's going to be the biggest question because Luke is in this time frame. Luke is a big player for the future of this galaxy. Everything that we know of in the Legends material was this idea of Luke as this main character and 
and and through line through the galaxy and, and no matter how far away you got from the galaxy there were things that were impacted by Luke's choices and actions right and i don't think the him working on a jedi order or a training academy is going to take away from that even in this new time frame i think he's still going to need to be called upon in certain actions and, and efforts to protect the galaxy we do know that they ultimately fell because the first order rises Mm -hmm. and that is ultimately sparked by luke's decision to to fall prey to fear and and the dark side with kylo ren right i think it's going to be interesting to see what direction they take him because if if ahsoka and sabine and ezra and hera and um, Chopper, for that that matter, like all these characters are working together. Mon Mothma, who definitely works with Leia, because mm-hmm. Leia, as we know, is continuing to work within the New Republic, as we've seen in like books like Star Wars Bloodline, which is one of my favorites. Uh, we know that certain things are going to happen. We know characters work with each other. Yeah. So they kind of have to make that work. Mm-hmm. But where's Luke? I wonder if they're just afraid to use him because of all the flack that they've been getting with the deep fakes. Just don't do the deep fakes. <laughs> Cast Listen. the person that they do the deep fakes yeah, off of because he looks it. exactly the same. Yeah, just stop. Just stop with the Mark Hamill trying to mash yeah. the faces. To- stop it. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Just cast real characters yep. for real actors yep. and real emotion, <laughs> not replicated fake emotions. <sighs> Technology is cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take away that. Like it's really impressive to see this kind of thing happen and to keep Mark Hamill involved with the character. I think is interesting. I don't think it's necessary, and and I think it's taking away from efforts because you don't... Going back and watching those scenes with Luke in the Book of Boba Fett, it's like, man, they really... You could tell that they were burning money every time they had Luke on the screen because as soon as he was there for two seconds, they cut away and like showed his legs or his arms Mm -hmm. or his body. Like They tried as much as they could to get away from that, except for when they couldn't. Yeah. So I wonder if that plays a part in any of this. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I'm, like outside of universe stuff. What do you think, like if, if they're going to explain his lack of character movement around this, like what? Right, what's the excuse right. Yeah. in universe? I don't know if they can have one. Mm-hmm. No one knows about he's, him? He's just real busy at the Jedi Academy. <laughs> he said no. Oh, man, we he's sent, swamped right we now. We sent him a letter and he was like, yeah, no, fam. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, Sorry, I'm good. I got to train these little Jedi pupils that I uh-huh. found. What? I got to make sure these little spider things are making my... Yeah, the, the my, ant yeah, creature the things. ant creatures. I they gotta make sure I'm. I gotta make sure that they're making my ant farm real good. Yeah. Like what? Uh-huh. <laughs> Come on, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, uh, if they don't bring him in here real soon, I think it's a missed opportunity. Yeah, it's gonna be a big old shame. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they okay. So End of Mandalorian season two. Mm-hmm. They had Luke this super impactful emotional moment yeah. where Pedro Pascal dinjar and takes off his helmet, going against his religious mm-hmm. cult, and says goodbye to his now adopted child. Yeah. And says, "This was the original intention. Time to step away and let you grow as a character." Yeah, I mean, they built Luke up to be mm-hmm. pretty epic. Yeah, I mean, just going a- in, destroying all those. Uh-huh. Unstoppable and, ex machina yeah. type situation. Good gosh. And then we all just like screamed at his face because we we're like, ah! 
and then nothing. Mm-hmm. And then he's bland. And he shows up in Book of Boba Fett, which I, I think was yeah. interesting. It, it was really cool to see the character of Luke back and what he's doing in that time frame. But I, I also, at the same point, like in the back of my head, I'm like, what? what's going mm-hmm. on here? Do you not hear the rumblings about the uh, Empire still being pretty relevant in the New Republic era? Like, right. Do you not see all the stuff that's happening right now? Like, do you not hear from Leia what's going on? Yeah. Obviously, you're training her slightly there. So I, I think that at some point needs to kind of happen mm-hmm. it's just really fascinating obviously yeah. ahsoka and luke are there together yeah yeah so they know they're hanging out they know of each other yeah. and they are having conversations i would imagine unless mm-hmm. she's just hiding in the little bamboo and yeah. he's like no not after talking to him i'm just looking at him yeah what are you doing here anyway uh, uh-huh. um i feel like there's a big opportunity to use luke mm-hmm. and i would be real disappointed if they don't because yeah. that doesn't make any sense for the universe that we're in right now. And it's Thrawn. Uh-huh. And I don't know. Th- Thrawn's not a big threat in my head right now. It's yeah. like, I know he should be, but how he's they've portrayed they him, he's not. They haven't shown anything to make him threatful. Right. <laughs> threatful. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if Luke doesn't get involved real soon, mm-hmm. I'm going to have a problem. And there's a pretty clear through line. If I'm looking at Ahsoka season two, whatever happens, more than likely they're going to do an Uno reverse card if we follow the, the plot line of the first one, like at the end of season two, Thrawn's going to get stuck back over on the other side of the universe with Ezra. And then oh Ahsoka gosh, yeah. and Sabine will be back in the other side. Obviously, I jest. But if we look at this time frame, if we look at the efforts here, the main storyline of Ahsoka season one is awakening the force powers within Sabine. Right. Who, according to... um. Hu Yang, mm-hmm. the pronunciation of that just really weirds me out. According to him, Sabine is the least talented Jedi Padawan he has ever seen in his over a thousand years of training. So let's just say, hey Luke, buddy, you got this Jedi Academy over here. I just made a huge breakthrough and I trained Sabine who has zero talent in the force. So I've got some pointers for you that you may want to implement in your Jedi Academy here. Yeah. So that's a clear through line that they could tie together on, hey, Jedi Academy here, big events happening, Ahsoka, Sabine, boom, characters are together. Mm -hmm. There's something there that they could tie into. Will they? Who knows? Who knows? Everything's up in the air on this point. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm very interested to see what direction that they take the character of Luke. Because one, he's super impactful. He is what Star Wars was built on top of. This character of Luke Skywalker in the Skywalker saga began with Luke Skywalker discovering his abilities and saving the galaxy. So they have to do something with him in this time frame. Uh, Ahsoka and Sabine and Ezra, they're all working together. They all have similar efforts and um, goals here. Stop Thrawn and save Ahsoka and Sabine. Mm -hmm. Boom. Uh, Luke is trying to expand his Jedi Academy, and there just so happens to be some new Jedi in the galaxy here. And Hera's kid. Yeah. Boom. Boom. Through line Hello. here. Why aren't they working with freaking Luke Jason. over there at the Jedi Academy? Yeah. 
We'll see where it goes. Let us know your thoughts, though, on our theories today in terms of Asajj Ventress and what their original intention was to bring her back and Luke Skywalker in the Mandoverse. I think there's some interesting things there. But let us know in the comments below. And as always, may the Force be with you.